it's been a while. It's been a while for this. Yeah, so anyone who's it's gonna, just now listening, this is the... This like, is a, this, it will have sounded like there have been four or five episodes right. in a row pretty recently, right. assuming I do my job. Yeah. But for us, it's been... Three months? It's been a while. It's been a long it's time. Been a long, but you know what? So long that we have no right being here. It's like, it's like riding a bike. What? Right? I'd forgotten how to like do it? Like riding an old, rusty bike that you find in the back of an old woman's garage. thought you were going to say in the back of an old woman. I mean, certainly enough of storage back there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Aw, yeah, everybody! Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then enjoy a nice tasty cake. My name is Chris Trevo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Is there any type of cake that is not tasty? It seems sort of redundant. Tasty cake is a real thing. Right? I know, but had tasty yes, cake? I have. But the name seems somewhat redundant. They don't have tasty cakes here in New York. True or false? That's true, right? Um, it is true, except for the fact that we are not in New York currently. Well, right now we're in Jersey. Yes. So you I mean, said here in New York. Very apparent. Got him. Bing. Oh, you made a stink joke. I made a stink joke about New Jersey. Bada bing. Ah. Uh, I'm probably going to get whacked now. Am I right? Maybe whacked off. Uh, oh, oh, well, the podcast is just getting started. No, wait, Tasty Cake is not... They don't have that. Do they have it in New Jersey? They don't have it in New York. I'm pretty sure you're talking about something you dreamed of. No, Tasty Dream- Cake is dreamt a real of? thing. Dreamt it's, of? It's, um, I think it's a local thing in Pennsylvania only. It might only be in Pennsylvania. So, um, so or the, possibly and Delaware. So for the people who live in the other 49 slash 48 states, what is a tasty cake? So a tasty cake is like, um, they're similar to like a hostess or um, a... You mean like a hostess cupcake? Yeah, I mean they make Because hostess is a brand. They make... No, but that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, tasty cake It's a, a tasty cake is a brand. It's a brand of... Um, cakes. Cakes. That um, are tasty. <laughs> That are very tasty. No, they really are. But they also make like the mini pies and things like that. Mm. Um, I think they're only in the, like I said, I think they're only in the Pennsylvania area. I never understood miniaturizing food. Like it's taking perfectly good food and just ruining it. Well, but then I can carry like three of them in my backpack. I'm pretty sure you're only supposed to carry one in your backpack. Couldn't you just carry one really big one then? That's the size of three? Yeah, but it, they're wrapped so like... So, okay, but if you put one really big cake in your backpack, it, it has to go vertically and then it hits the side of the box and all the icing comes off. But this is wrapped nah. in like a sealed thing. No, you could still wrap it in a sealed thing. They've, they've already... They, you know what? Boo, tasty cakes. I don't like Listen, them. you've never had a tasty cake, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have about. had plenty of T- cakes. Tasty, tasty cakes are delicious. My favorite, they have one that is a cake, a vanilla cake, with a layer of peanut butter on top, and then it's covered in chocolate. I'm pretty sure you made that up in a fever dream. Nope. Nope. It's a real thing. In a My, drug-ridden we, sweat. <clears throat> so we threw, we threw a party. I didn't throw any parties at college, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I went like, to a party. I threw a party for tasty cakes. I went to a party in college one time, and they... They had like tasty cakes like all over the place. Like 
on like trays and stuff as like their hors d'oeuvres, like they were classy or something. And I was like, what's with all the Tasty Cakes? Where did you get all these? And they were like, oh, it turns out if you go to the Tasty Cake factory, I'm pretty sure this is true. If you go to the Tasty Cake factory, they have to get out all of the boxes um, to supermarkets by like a certain date. So the sell-by date that is in a cert- in a supermarket, there's another date before that that they have to get it to a supermarket. Or they have to throw it out. And there's a dumpster where they just throw out like whole boxes of this stuff. And they were like, we went to the Tasty Cake Factory. And if you go to the back of the Tasty Cake Factory, you just grab boxes out of dumpsters. And they're like clean like they're because that's what the dumpster is for. It's just to throw away boxes of Tasty Cake. And they just had boxes full of every different kind of like sugary treat you could imagine it was amazing well it looks like the next time we're recording will be in pennsylvania it'll be in a dumpster yeah <laughs> i mean one way or another Live. right <laughs> it's true true fact true fact um that's you yeah they don't have, we saw tasty cakes the other day in we were in pennsylvania and i was like sarah do you know what a tasty cake is? and she was like i've had tasty cakes I think she was lying. Let though. me get this straight. You didn't bring me back any. I should have. I keep forgetting that people know. don't know it. I don't give a fuck. Sh- if you saw Twinkies, you should have brought them back. For me. True. True fact. All right. Well, now that that's over with. Yeah, disappointment in you aside. All right. Um, you want to do some news? Should yeah. we get to some news? Let's get to some news. Let's do some news. I got some news. Obviously, because it's been a while. I tried to get like some new news. That doesn't make sense. New news? Yeah. Some, it's not gonna be by the time this comes out, right? But the new—I I tried to get the freshest news that they that I could get before we had to the throw it out in the dumpster the in the back of the factory. News. Yep. Um, but then I also grabbed some that are—it's—it's it's probably considered old news, but like big news, right? Kind of timeless news, almost that that we could talk about. So I got. Um, let's see. I got. Uh, I did, I did not look at my notes beforehand. I was really waiting for so you to I'm, be like, they're coming out with an Iron Man movie. That'd be amazing. It's old news, but it's big. But, it, it's but big I mean, deal. I think it's worth talking about. Yeah. So let's see. I got, I definitely have some DC news. Do I have some more? Oh, I do. Oh, that's good Marvel news. Um, okay. So I do have DC. I do have Marvel. Which would you like to start with? Star Trek. Too bad! I want to talk about Hellboy. Oh yeah, we had some, we had a couple of Hellboy things come yeah. out while we were away. Um, namely, did you see the the picture of David I Harbour sure as did. Hellboy? Man, he looks fucking great. He looks like Ron Perlman. He as does Hellboy. look like everyone keeps saying he looks. They're like, oh, he looks exactly like Ron Perlman. And I want the thing I have to say is, it's Hellboy, guys. Like they're yeah. not going to alter. They're going to make anybody look like Hellboy. Not that Hellboy, that Ron Perlman wasn't perfect for that. Right. But you just need a strong chin and you kind of build out from there. Yeah. So he's going to look like Ron Perlman, guys. Yeah, it would be nice if if the, the makeup artist did something different. That's the thing for me is that like he's a very dark red, you know, it's yeah. the same color palette, even though in the comics sometimes he's like a very bright, vibrant, bright is red. He, see, the no, eyes I've sometimes, not read a lot of the comics. Okay. The Hellboy. eyes sometimes are just like a... a one solid color right um the horns are different depending on who's drawing him right there's a lot of stuff that looks different aesthetically that they could have done differently yeah i will say this this is you know the first photo we've seen we haven't seen anything Mm -hmm. if if they're gonna do anything in post if they're gonna do you know what i mean like so we haven't this this is just makeup and prosthetics right um 
And so they, you know, after it's all said and done, they may put something on him and post that. They could make the eyes one color. They could. They're, they're not going to do that. I, mean, I don't think that they will. I think they intentionally made him look exact. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Which I can't argue with. Yeah. Again, with something like Hellboy, you want to make it look like Hellboy. I'm on the fence about it. Like, okay. I get where they're coming from, but I wish they had done it differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Uh, I, there's I, only, I, there are only so many things before people start getting shitty and going... Oh, it looks nothing like Hellboy. That's yeah, but Hellboy. that's how you know you're doing it right, in my opinion. Sorry, I was looking at the picture. I was like, just trying to see if I could <laughs> visibly spot anything different from the. From the it looks just Hellboy. like a picture from the movies. Yeah, it does. It does. I'll give you that. Which is fine. Again, like I think this is supposed to be. I mean, it is sort of a different universe and stuff like that. But I think we wouldn't be getting this TV show if this if there hadn't been so much success with the Ron Perlman movie series. Yeah. I, yes, and I think they're just like, well, we want to keep doing this. We yeah. think it's it can be successful, but it's too much time has passed to really like generate any interest in doing a third continuation of an. Old well, story. he's also a little old. Like you'd have to get Ron Perlman back, and yeah, he's not doing so. I mean, he's, he's doing great, fine, but, but yeah, he's yeah. he's getting old though. Yeah, he's getting up there, and David Harbor is kind of the new. Yeah, he's kind of the new it guy. Yeah, still always David Harbor, still. My bet that if they're going to replace Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones, David Harbour is the man. Maybe. I, of anyone out there right now that I can think of, he's my number one bet. We'll see. I, I'm willing to bet it'll be like Tom Holland. Oh, it's going to be Tom Holland oh, okay. or Christopher pa- uh, Chris, or Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Yeah. Um, or Channing Tatum. It's going to be one of those guys. But I'm saying Ugh. the better choice is David Harbour. I think Chris Pratt would be a great one. Chris Pratt could be or like good. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper could also be really good. Yeah. But I like my indie like already a little older. Bradley Cooper is a little older. So is Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt's but, been in this business for like 20 years already. Yeah, but he started when he was like 12 or something. So. Yeah, so he's only like 40. <laughs> I can't do that. No. <laughs> Neither but can I. I, I do uh, like. I don't know. There's something about Indiana Jones that I'm like, I always want him like early 40s and looking a little haggard. Like a li- like looking like he has definitely had some adventures already. See, I would like him early 30s looking 40s. Like that same sort of idea. Right. Of like right, he's right, just right. worn and weathered. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like I, Chris Pratt always looks really like I can't see him looking all that weathered. Yeah. Like they made him a gunslinger in Magnificent Seven. Or oh, yeah. even or even Jurassic World. Right. He's supposed to be like kind of worldly, kind of knowledge. Well, that, like, that character in general for Jurassic World did not work. No, it didn't. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like he he doesn't look all, and good on him because he's going to be able to fucking work forever. Yeah. But like he he doesn't ever look like old or grizzled at all i'm like any needs to be just a little bit grizzled mm, yeah yeah all right what else what, what do you got what else do i have yeah what else do you have uh well mark hamill i don't know if you heard this but mark hamill warned that an old star wars comic will spoil the last i Jedi. did see this this is hilarious he actually said which one it is yes and everyone's saying i really hope that he's lying because <laughs> it's a terrible comic right um, it's evidently uh, Star Wars number 49 by Mark Barr, Walt Simonson, Tom Pauler. I don't know. I don't care about any of these I like to people. think that that was all one name. <laughs> it was just one guy. It was uh, released back in 81 and it takes place right after uh, The Empire Strikes yes. Back. But the tweet that he released is, 
I'm begging you for your own good. Do not read this spoiler-laden comic book before Friday, December 15th, 2017. You'll thank me later. Yes, I love that. I saw that tweet and I loved it. Because the comic is literally titled The Last Jedi. Yeah. And like, have you read the plot summary of yes, what the comic is? Yes, it looks is? terrible. Yeah. Oh, it does. It sounds awful. And I, But I love that, like, of course... Mark Hamill was joking. Yeah, I mean, I hope. <laughs> oh, no, he definitely was. Because then he, re- he sent out a tweet that said, oh, like, anyone who thinks that Ryan Johnson took plot points from an 80s Star Wars comic <laughs> doesn't know Ryan Johnson. Yeah. But I love that, like, the Hollywood Reporter picked it up as truth. Yeah. I do oh, love when... Funny. I do love when um, a celebrity tweets something out and then everyone who's tweeting with him knows that it's a joke right. except for entertainment reporters who yeah. take it as fact right. and then run with it why would he even tweet that i know why would he pick I... some generic if if it if it was taken from there right. why would he why would he if it was just some generic shitty ass comic from the 80s right. no one would even look no at it no one would even think to look for yeah. it no no i love it no i yeah, love it's it genius. and then the other thing was did you see what happened after that so I don't think so. Immediately after that, he was like, he said the tweet about how like anyone who thinks that, that yeah, yeah. this plot is is based on this comic is nuts. Um, somebody was like, but what about this book? And and it was someone holding a book, a Star Wars book that literally said that was titled The Last Jedi. It's a different one. <laughs> nice. And they and he was like, oh, they released the novelization three months later. Like he just keeps yeah, going yeah, yeah. with it every time he he disavows that. He was just joking. Then something else comes up and he's like, but I'm not joking about that. And he just keeps <laughs> See, spinning I, I was, these webs. I'm really hoping that at some point he takes a picture of the front page of the script. And yeah. he's like, oh no, I meant this one. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> like at this point, if he keeps doing this, he could just reveal the entire plot of Last Jedi and we would never believe him. Yeah. And then we'll just... And then yeah. we'll go because there'll the be movie. fifty different things. Yeah, who knows if it's the truth? Yeah, yeah. So I do love that. That was that's incredible, though. Yeah. All right. What have you got? Uh, what do I've got? Um, oh, I forgot. Oh, by the way, uh, Mia Jovovich is playing the Blood Queen in Hellboy as well. That's the, that was the oh. addendum to that story. Did you hear that? No. Yeah. So she's going to be playing. This is. So this is not. I'll do another one after this. But she's um she is playing the Blood Queen. Uh, and Ian McShane is playing Professor Bloom. Ian oh. McShane is from Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's that is the one thing that, even though David Harbor, you know, looks so much like Ron Perlman, they're definitely or casting around him. Right. They're definitely going off in a different direction. Man, that is a good cast. Right. Do you? So you've read. Hellboy. A little bit. Okay, Not do you much. know who the Blood Queen is? No. Okay, well that doesn't help me at all, because my next question was, who is the Blood Queen? Mia Jovovich. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. Can't, can't even argue I'm that I'm so logic. happy she's no longer doing the Resident Evil movies. I mean, she says she's not, but you know she is. Well, she's doing other stuff now. Like, she wasn't doing anything Well, when she, she was, was doing just that. doing the Resident Evil yeah. movies, but now she's doing other things. Because she was so good in... Um, Resident f- Evil 4. <laughs> the Fifth Element. Oh, is that the subtitle for Resident Evil 5? Yes. Okay, good. Um, yeah, you do love you some Fifth Element. I do. Yeah. I saw it in theaters six months ago <laughs> when um, it came back. I have not seen I have. To, that's one of those movies that I've seen every part of. Right, but never ne- just but sat not down in order. And, maybe I'll assign that to you. It's, it's, it's uh, I'll be honest, if you've never seen it all the way through... 
You might not like it. It's a long. I know it's a long one. I think it's, it's not very reason. long. It's just weird and eccentric. Right. Chris Tucker is at his Tuckerist. Yeah, but you know what? The I have seen that part with Chris Tucker, and while he's at his Chris Tuckerist, it's actually really good. Like I actually it is. think he's. Great. It's not just that part though. He's he's in like the whole movie. Oh, he is. Yes, he's one of the main characters. Are you thinking of Rush Hour? Are you thinking of Rush Hour? I mean, what am I not? Yeah, that's true. Fair. Um, What's your other one? All right, my other one... What do I want to go with? You just fart out of your mouth? Yeah, I did. Um, oh, let's talk about this, because this, this is the big news. Um, Colin Trevorrow, out as the director of Star Wars Episode Nine. Right. J.J. Abrams... Back in, baby. Yeah. As director of Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. Um, so that happened quick. That was kind of a quick turnaround. Um, I know there were people who wanted, who would have rather Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Um, what? Do, where do you fall? Do you are you a JJ guy or you a Ryan guy? Look, um, Team JJ, or Team <laughs> Ryan. We're I, gonna get T-shirts made. Um, I'm trying to. There's a term I'm trying to remember. Oh. Shitball. I am team lens flare all the way. Oh, very nicely done. Thank you. Yeah. He's, uh, look, he he gave us our best Star Wars movie in 30 years, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. For a second, I had to do math on when the prequels came out. Because I thought you were making a joke that it was the only Star Wars movie in 30 years. But yes, he has definitely given us the best Star Wars movie since the original trilogy. Yeah. And, and uh, to this day. Uh, so, like, we, we haven't gotten a better one yet. You know? Um, that might change in December. Yeah, definitely he's given us the best. And, you know, the other, the other thing about this. Someone was saying, you know, I love... I was talking with a friend last night about this, uh, and he was saying, I, I kind of wanted Ryan Johnson because then you would kind of continue through Last Jedi into whatever Episode Nine is going to be called. Um, and I actually like J.J. better because I don't want that. And it's not that I think that would necessarily be bad, but I like the idea of um, each episode kind of having a distinct voice and while yes jj abrams is going to probably make his more like force awakens um i like the idea of like it's kind of a break so you have force awakens starts something then we divert a little bit and we take a little journey almost like a side journey um with the last jedi and then we get back on track and we finish this out strong with JJ, with episode, yeah, I agree. JJ. I mean, did you hear um, that so, someone started a petition to get him off of it? No, fans. Uh, there's actually an article titled "Star Wars Fans Start Petition to Have JJ Abrams Removed as Star Wars Episode Nine Director." That's ridiculous. I know. This is from the petition. Star Wars fans abroad were upset with the result of JJ Abrams' directing of Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Who? Although not, re- I mean, many people. And here's the reason why. And I, I semi agree, but I disagree that it's a real problem. Um, 
So, <clears throat> although not reflected in the box office sales, most fans agree that Abrams' vision for Episode 7 resulted in a rehash of Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. There was virtually no creativity and no risks taken. Such complacency cannot be the trajectory of this sequel trilogy. More specifically, the metric for success in a Star Wars movie cannot be box office sales. Lucasfilm and Disney need to listen to fan criticism. Star Wars fans deserve better. They demand better. Okay. Um... May I respond? Yeah. What a bunch of horse shit that is. Okay. There's a couple of there's a couple of things, and I will grant. I I also agree. I grant you the premise that episode seven um, follows a basic plot structure that is almost identical to episode four. You know what else does? What episode six? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, one, uh, the. Uh, the whole idea of a Star Wars movie, it is based on box office. So you're an idiot if you think anything otherwise. Yeah, in fact, that's one of the reasons why the original trilogy was so much better than it sh- probably should have been. Because right. George Lucas had no idea what he was doing. Producers kept stepping in and saying, you can't do this, you have to do this. It's right. going to make more money. Exactly. So, um, the, it, it really, any movie, if you're like, oh no, this they're just going after money and that's not what it's about. That's exactly what it's about, yeah. guys. Other than like James Franco movies. Right. <laughs> the the yeah. modern like independent. Right, exactly. But yeah. even that, they're like, if, if they were to make money on that, they, they it's not like they'd send it back. Right. It's always like, they always want to try and make something out of it. If they... If they want to try and make the best movie possible. Right. But the reason they want to make the best movie possible is because they think it's going to make the most fucking money, guys. That's, yeah. that's really all it is. Well, it's funny. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. Like, there are a lot of people who, uh, you know, if, if if it's produced by and starring and directed by whatever, someone like James Franco or like... Um, right. Um, if it's a singular voice type of thing. Daniel Radcliffe has right. been doing the same sort of thing where he's doing a lot of independent films. A lot sure. of times he's just like, who cares if this doesn't make money? Yeah, you know? <laughs> but in that case, you have a star who has made a bazillion dollars right. and can do whatever he wants. Right, but right. I guarantee you the producers and the director of that movie, they wanted to make money. Well, and specifically, you know, if you've got a budget of $2,000 and you break even right. or you don't even, you know, you come up $500 short. Right. Eh, it's not that big a deal. That, I mean, but if your budget is $14 billion right. or whatever. Well, but even if it's a $2000 movie you're not you may not be shooting to make star wars money you're shooting to make you know $3000 you're tr- you're shooting to make a profit of some kind or to, or to break even yeah like that's the whole point yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's that but the other thing on a uh, uh, creative level as far as um, the two plots being similar and being identical i will say this this was my feeling on it cuz i totally acknowledge that and I was okay with it. This is a story about fate. This is the, these stories are about fate and destiny, um, myth and myth and legend. Yeah. And therefore, it stands to reason that these that that all of this all of these uh, archetypes will happen in cycles. So you always will have this, and that's the kind of the point is that Luke was discovered. He comes to prominence. He defeats the he defeats the evil. And a balance is brought back to the force. Then when a balance is out of the force, you need someone to rise up out of nowhere, rise to prominence, yeah. defeat the power. Like, it's always going to happen. equalize. Yeah, I, it kind of reminds me, I can't I can't believe I'm going to make the correlation between the two. Although, it's actually not as far-fetched as I would think. But at the end of the Matrix trilogy, right. they have that scene with... The I forget what they're called. The, the architect, old, the architect, and, and whatever um, the old lady is. The uh, oracle. And the oracle, 
And they talk about how, like, this is the 4,361st iteration or whatever it is of this happening. That's what Star Wars is. This is going to happen over and over and over again. So it stands to reason that all of these players need to exist. You need a Luke type. You need a Han Solo type. You need a whatever, a Leia type. Now they can trade places. And I think that that's one of the brilliance of Force Awakens is that now I would argue that the Han Solo type is Rey and the Luke type is actually Finn. And the two have kind of swapped, but at the same time, Ray is the one who has to bring balance to the force. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I, I actually uh, I agree with you to an extent. Right. I think I, I don't think that's their plan. Though. I don't think that's their plan, <clears throat> well, but I think hear I can, me out, you though. can justify it. Because um yeah, you can, but I, I don't think that's necessarily a way to go. Um because I think if you just do the same basic storytelling ideas and um and techniques and tools, you're going to run out of stuff really quickly. Sure. So, you know, we're going to get through the the third trilogy of this and go, well, okay, right. know, they're going to do the same thing again. But right. um, what I will say is that I remember when they released the, the um, not the trailer, but a behind the scenes video of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And I literally cried during it because it was going back to the roots of the movie that I was raised on. Exactly. And I remember being like, this is... The, it's it's we're rebooting right you know it was this it's this movie needs to be the same as uh, a new hope because it is a we're going back to square one right we're gonna start yes. from what worked yeah. and climb back we you know we climbed up a ladder it was not the right ladder so we had to climb back down and now and we're gonna pick another ladder again. and climb up that yeah. one and i and i'm not saying that because force awakens followed the basic plot of uh, a New Hope, that means that Last Jedi must be Empire Strikes Back. Right. And I guarantee you, it's probably not going to be. Um, I can't guarantee you. I, I don't <laughs> fucking know. But I, I'm going to I'm gonna bet that it's not. I'm going to bet that they are now going to divert into a completely different territory. Well, uh, so far it looks fairly similar. We'll see. I mean, because Luke is training Rey now the same way that uh, Luke immediately at the beginning of Empire went and found Yoda. Right, right, right. But I think with a middle chapter... It's hard to... Like, Empire is a great, fantastic movie. For a lot of people, it's the best Star Wars movie. But I, I'm trying to think of, like, the kind of basic plot points, the basic story 101 things that happen in that movie that you could easily replicate. Like, so, A New Hope, you have your protagonist. You, just, you know what I mean? Like, you're introduced yeah, to the yeah. antagonist. You're introduced to the conflict. Then you're introduced to the protagonist and his exposition. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's, it's genius how yeah. formulaic em- is. But Empire Strikes Back, because it's the second movie, it doesn't have any of that. It just, right. from the outside, like, launches itself. Right. So it'd be really tough to... Yeah, there's, like, no exposition. Yeah, in it. so it's really tough to replicate that movie. Uh, you're right. There are going to be similarities, like Luke training Rey the way that Yoda did. But again... These things happen in cycles, so right. it's about fate, and this is what was meant to happen. But I don't think it's going to be verbatim Empire Strikes Back, and you can correlate. Yeah. Well, already, one. you know, we look at, um, like, I'm trying to think of when, you know, I guess it is, it's a step earlier that at the end of Empire, we had um, Han frozen in carbonite. Um, right. And at the end of Force Awakens, 
we have uh, Finn totally taken out of commission. Yeah. So, but that's a that's a I'm agreeing with you that that's a different because now we're not at the end of the second one. We're at the end of the the first first one, one. so it's been moved up. How did those? How is one person being trained while that's going on? Because that didn't happen in the original trilogy because they were at different times. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I. Again, and then I like the idea of bringing J.J. back in. Yeah. So Ryan Johnson is going to take it to a little darker place. And I like the idea of J.J. Abrams being able to come back in yeah. and take us back to like a brighter, um, kind of like a, a boisterous end, ending yeah. to this symphony. Well, and there's a great uh, quote from Harry Potter. I, I, I open at the close. Right. You know, I really like, yeah, we're going to we're going to start strong and end strong. Yeah. It's a nice reassuring feeling yeah, for yeah. me. Um that that petition by the way only has 2000 signatures, so. Right. So <laughs> who cares? Whatever. Um I would have liked to have seen Colin Trevorrow. I Sure. You know, I think yeah. he would have brought something really cool, but yeah, yeah. I'm happy with this. I'm definitely happy. Yeah, and I trust Kathleen Kennedy. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. Darren Aronofsky says uh, he he talked a little bit about how the, he was going to direct the Batman film oh, right. back in uh, the early thousands, yes. I think. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned who he wanted to play Batman for the first time. Yeah. He had never said it before. He was looking at one Joaquin Phoenix, which would have, I think, been great. I but, think that would have been great. But we got Brother Bear out of it, so you take the good with the bad. That's true. Fair. Fair. Um, I... I love that idea for especially young. It was right around the time of Signs, so he was very young. Yeah, he was and walked the line. Right. So, you know, at first I'm like, oh, his voice is kind of high, and then I and then I remembered Walk the Line. That's and funny. I remembered really... Signs, and I was like, oh yeah, he was like he he has that look about him. Yeah, no, he does. I'm thinking like voice wise, it mm. would have been weird to have like Batman because he has a higher pitch voice. Oh yeah, and then I remember Not Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Yeah. He has like a really deep voice. Um. Yeah, he would have been good. The only... This is such a weird thing that they would have had to fix is that he has a little scar. Yeah, he does. From a hair lip. very apparent. And I'm not saying like that's bad or anything. But, but you'd on be a like, guy who is a massive vig- mass Thank you, Batman. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know that's... <laughs> is it Bruce, Bruce Wayne? Come on, yeah. dude. It's very rare now that someone has a, a hair lip. Right. Which uh, he has. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that would have been a really interesting choice. I Did he mention... Did, do we know who that villain would have been? No, I don't think so. Uh, there was a, he said a little bit more about that, but not not about that. I don't think he he actually talked a little bit about why he he felt like it didn't get made. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was because um, he wanted to make a, a rated R, um, su- super gritty version of Batman, and yeah. they just weren't ready for it yet. And then almost immediately after, Christopher Nolan <laughs> did his. did the Dark Knight yeah. or did the at Batman least ba- yeah that trilogy yeah. I, yeah, I mean that would have been great. And you know what? You know what's nice about today? Hmm. Oh, that's the other story we're gonna talk about. Okay, um, the that's the great thing about today is that um, he could still do it. Like I'm not saying he would do it with Joaquin Phoenix. It wouldn't be oh, exactly oh, he movie. could. I but thought you meant Joaquin Aaron, Phoenix. No, could. I mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> but um, Aronofsky could totally still do that. Do yeah, a, a no, version of that movie if you wanted to. Well, I think he's set to do a Joker film, right? No. So that was the thing that I remember that we were oh, okay. talking about. Um, the other big news is so Warner Brothers came out and said that they want to make a Joker film. Now this is a Joker origin story. That they wanted to. Um, that is not connected. That is with not the Suicide Squad with the Suicide Joker. Squad or the DCEU. Right. Um, it is a standalone story. Um, 
director Todd Phillips mm. is the person that they're. That's right. That they've talked of to the Hangover, it, right? Of the Hangover. Fine, whatever. We know he can direct a movie. <laughs> the really interesting choice, though, produced by Martin Scorsese. Right. Um, and then the reason that that they wanted Scorsese attached is that he could get A-list stars to possibly play the Joker, like Jared say, Leto. Mm, think bigger. Uh, bigger. John Goodman. Different figure, but I like it. Um, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Meh. I see. I think you should get. I think you should get De Niro, and he'd be like, "What, Batman? You you, you think you think you you you're hot shit? Come on, come on, get out of there! What are you doing? Come on now." Is that a De Niro? That's my De Niro. You don't like it? It's better with my squinty eyes and when I put my face back. It sounds kind of De Niro, and it sounds kind of Christopher Walken. Ooh, he'd be a great Joker. He actually would be a great Joker. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, if they did like... Um, you think, wow, you think you're so great. Dark Knight. Batman, you think you can take me. I've got a joke for you. Think think Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> oh, sure. Christopher Walken as the Joker. Ooh, I'm going to... Um, we should start a petition for that. Get the 2,000 people who were doing the JJ thing and get them on this. Yeah, that would be good. See, I was actually even thinking like... You know, it'd be interesting. What's that? We should we should do this for one of our famous write sure. things. You know, when we write things, but uh, let's write another Joker story. If we ever do Batman Beyond, yeah, um, Joaquin Phoenix as old Batman, Ooh. Christopher Walken as old Joker. I'm gonna go one step further and get a little meta on you, Christopher Walken as the Joker, Michael Keaton as old man Batman. Yeah, I guess. I love that idea. How about switch them? How about Jack Nicholson as old man Batman? <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. And uh, Michael Keaton as old man Joker. Actually, Michael Keaton as old man Joker would be would probably, great. Would be fucking fantastic. He'd just be Beetlejuice. You know what you do? Huh. Is you, instead of doing Dark Knight Returns, oh no, we're in Batman Beyond, right? So make it, make a twist on this Batman Beyond. And Batman Beyond Joker, old Joker, is Bruce Wayne. And he's just gone fucking insane. Oh, like Flashpoint. Where the parents are, where like Bruce Wayne dies. and Right, but right? yeah, so Bruce Wayne was Batman. Right. At some point, when when he loses his mind. Because that's what happens with Bruce Wayne's mom. Right, when, in and, that she, and he just became the Joker. Right, right. Um, that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're looking to do, I mean, this is, nothing is, is set, nothing has been signed or anything like that. This is all kind of rumor. Jared Leto reportedly not happy about this. At all. What a shocker. I know. Listen, um, but gotta, the, wait, wait, wait. Do, do they think that by not doing this in the DCEU, they're going to break the curse of like having to rehire every director, actor, and writer? If they got Leonardo DiCaprio to do the Joker, I think they feel like they could save money because they would be paying Leonardo DiCaprio's fee, which is more than Jerry Leto, but they would save money on the cost of the used condom shipping fees. <laughs> You think he wrote those off as expenses? Oh, you would have to. (laughs) I mean, listen, the really crazy thing is if you send people used condoms and 
research for a role and you don't save <laughs> and you pay receipts. for it yourself yeah. yeah that's insane i mean at minimum he wrote them off on his taxes oh right? that's what i'm saying you gotta you gotta well, save those oh see i was too. saying what about expensing them from work like, oh i mean yeah covered. you could do that too. like he went to warner brothers and was, and was like, like hey listen i i paid 75 dollars for, for this dead pay, pig that pay i sent to be physical trainers for to, to be in a superhero movie i just paid all of this to ship used condoms to will smith can i get my money back <laughs> And they're like, Ugh. yeah, fine again. And they're like, no, we're not. Do-. And he's like, but you paid me back to send a dead sheep to Margot Robbie. Why can't you pay me back for this? All right, fine. You did us that one solid, so you, we'll pay you back. All right. I, <laughs> um, but I think this is I, what's the other kind of interesting thing that I heard about this project is that it's under like this. Like you said, it's not connected to the DCEU. It's actually under the Elseworlds right. banner, um, which I love. And I I kind of, when I heard that, I was kind of going in my mind, well, what would they do then if it's an origin story for the Joker and it's an Elseworlds? Like, how far do you go with this? Yeah. Um, and I've, I've actually thought this is what Warner Brothers should have been doing the whole time. Marvel has locked it down on how to do like a cinematic universe yeah like you can't copy them they're too good correct they're also nine movies ahead of you they perfected it. right so instead of going with that and trying to do your version go the complete opposite direction and don't make any of them connected right just they're just fables they're just one shots yeah we had talked I mean? about that before on the podcast too that um i'd that love to see a joker idea. origin story set in 1927 when Batman was originally created. Yeah, sure. Well, I think I mean, that'd be really interesting. That's sort of similar to um, The Killing Joke, right? There's a similar like feel when you go into the, the past. Right, into the see. flashbacks. Yeah, 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 there's kind of a... Yeah. It's a very like 20s gangster yeah. feel. So you have a gangster who is, you know, whatever. And then you I, and it doesn't have to be just like in The Killing Joke where he's right. a loser. He's whatever. Right. But have it be in like, like that type of a vein. How do you feel about um, having picking one Joker and getting him to sign on for like six movies that are all solo films that are different origin stories if you're if you're perpetuating that like like someone suggested maybe what this could be is the joker telling someone his origin and because he's the joker you don't know if he's right. lying or not and so kind of like in the dark knight when he's like do you know how i got these guys yeah and he, tells, he has like, like, like four different, different stories. stories yeah so if every time a new movie comes out he's like you know how it all started and then he's telling a different person his origin story. Yeah. And it's a different one every time. Then that'd be interesting. Otherwise, if it's just like six completely standalone movies, get six different Jokers in there. Yeah. Like get six different everybody in there. That might work better as a, um, like how about a, a comic run where every five issues is a different origin story. I think that Joker. would be a, a great. I think yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really, really cool. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's there's that. Um, I kind of like took over yours and went with another one for me. So go ahead. If you got another one, go for it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we talked about the Joker. Yeah. So uh, Ben Affleck says that Batman is looking for hope in Justice League, just like the rest of us. <laughs> got him. Yep. So he said, uh, he said this to US Weekly. In Batman vs. Superman, he was at the end of his rope, but in Justice League, he's finding hope again. He has to open up and play well with others. He knows he needs them, but he's really trying to make it work and develop a good relationship with all of them. He might be a mentor to the Flash. 
I love Mentor to the Flash. I do like that. I think that's going to be like maybe they'll fuck it up. Well, yeah, but from what we've seen in the trailers, like their dynamic, yeah, I'm it really, seems like I'm it'll really work. Kind of gelling with. Um, I'm almost certain that he's. I'm almost certain that that's not going to happen just because one ben, ben Affleck said it, and they like to do exactly the opposite right. of whatever he says. Right, and he's a good director and has good ideas. Sure, <laughs> uh, you know what I like is that Ben Affleck is now kind of the king of uh, of a statement that. If you listen to it, you think it says one thing, and it slowly it starts off one way and then goes the other way, and you don't ever realize it. Um, like, in that statement, he says they, that they're looking for hope, and then he's like, but by the end, he's like, he doesn't like to work with them, but he's really trying. For it. <laughs> like there is no hope in that. That yeah. sounds like like a bad divorce or something. Like it's <laughs> it's horrible. It's not what the, the same way when they were like, are you still playing Batman? And he's like, let me tell you this. I've loved playing Batman in the past and it's a great character to have played and it's fantastic. <laughs> Go Batman. And they're like, yay, he's playing Batman. And then you walk away and you're like, he didn't actually say he's still playing Batman. What the fuck was that? This is that same statement. He's like, yeah, yeah we're going yeah. for hope and he hates everybody, but he knows he has to work with them like bad coworkers in an office. Well, so funny. let's all get through this. It's, it's funny too, because he's the only person in that entire cinematic universe listening to the fans. Right. What do they want? They want a brighter universe. They want more hope. They want more positive emotions. Right. No one is providing that. And he's like, no, no come on guys. There's going to be hope in this. There's going to be hope in this. I promise. I mean, not really, but you know what I like is that he's the only one who ever comes out with statements for this. Like yeah. no, like there's not Gal Gadot yeah. isn't like right. oh yeah, it's totally gonna be. Well, or I was gonna Ezra say, Miller is like yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was gonna say is that like so we've heard from Gal Gadot a couple times. Actually, Gal Gadot had a statement in that same interview, but <laughs> she's like Batman is totally full of hope. like it's all towards Batman. Yeah, she's like Batman's totally full of hope. Ben Affleck's full of shit. But, yeah. Uh, no, but Ezra Miller has he said anything? The only thing he said was. He made a statement on how um, they're not doing the costume ring. Have you? you yeah, know yeah, that? yeah. That's too so, bad. I like the costume ring. Yeah, but if you look at that thing, um, it's all metal plated. So it's what? It's 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 Where's science. It gonna fit in the it's ring? science fiction. True. If Tony Stark can literally pull a Iron Man suit out of his suitcase. Yeah, but if the Flash has the technology to do that, why is he just a guy who runs fast? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying like if if he has the ability because that's that his one, superpower. Yeah, but I'm saying why not have other things in addition to that? If he doesn't he need the, him. He's he's got a superpower. Like, what's he gonna? He's, he's gonna put like an expandable blade on the end, or what? Like what? Right, but I'm saying like the 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 metal plate. You're you're like if Tony Stark can do can do the thing right, on right. his wrist or something. What I, I kind of stopped listening to whatever you were saying. Shut up. My point is just that it's science fiction. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I know. Want. I get what you're saying. It doesn't have to make sense exclusively. I, by the way, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but I'm perpetuating that they're actually just building to an Injustice movie. I really mm. think that's actually what they're building to. Yeah. Um, the look of the look of the Flash's costume looks a lot like Injustice. Oh, okay. Um, the weird dream sequence in Batman v Superman... And he says it's all about Lois and da da da. I think they're saying that Lois is killed, and that's what sends Superman over the edge. Oh, I think that's what I honestly yeah, I think that's what they're building. Yeah, towards. right. Um, I'm calling it now, and when I'm right, you can all suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> what about if you're wrong? When, Same. I'll I'll suck the bag <laughs> of dicks. Um, 
Did you see the new promo for Punisher that came out today? No, I, I saw that one came out, but I didn't see it. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I don't, okay, so it's kind of a found footage looking thing. There, It's soldiers in a forest trying to track uh, Frank Castle, and it looks shaky cam, but okay. it's not from one person's point of view, but sometimes it is. I don't know if it's footage from the series. I don't know if it's a clip. Oh, really? Or I mean, if I it's assume. just a promo. I mean, it's got to be both, right? Yeah, but I yeah, I mean, I would think so. If it is, if that's true, then that it looks badass. If it's yeah. just a promo, it's a weird promo. That being said, it still looks really like it makes me really excited for the Punisher because he's just killing these soldiers yeah, in the woods. Definitely. Like he's slitting their throats and <laughs> stabbing them in the chest, and then he's looking right in their uniform cams and like I'm coming for you like it it's very Rambo-esque <laughs> um, which is kind of what you want out of a out of a Punisher um, yeah definitely yeah are you well we we found out as well that um, we found out as well that the Punisher series is going to include the battle van which is something the Punisher sort of drives around in and, I didn't hear that yeah yeah um, okay. so the uh, the news was confirmed by Marvel TV head and producer who recently said they travel around in the battle van in the comics, so it was important for us to do our version of that. It's not the Batmobile, Batmobile but it's definitely an iconic character that people know. So um, there you go. It's pretty cool. What do you think the chances are that the battle van at just some looks point like the Batmobile? Crashes into the A team van and we just have an awesome crossover. <laughs> That would be very unfortunate. That actually for the would be A-team. an amazing crossover. It, now it that would. I think about it. it would be very unfortunate for the A team, who pretty much never killed anyone. They ever. are horrible shots. And the Punisher would just riddle they them would with just bullets. Kill everyone. He would just blow up the van. Yeah. That before, but before that happens, that would actually be an amazing. Crossover. Yeah, the the ten seconds where they crashed into each other before they all died. So I've got one more thing. Okay, go for it. And it's it's. It's a surprise to both of us. Oh my... What? How does that work? Um, so this is from geektyrant.com. Okay. In one of the most hilarious things you'll read on the internet today, a geeky Redditor has discovered that he or she is colorblind after viewing a piece of hentai art. Are you familiar with the term hentai? Is hentai the fake tattoos that like... Oh, you're so naive. No, I don't know what hentai. You're thinking of henna. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> is, yeah, a totally different thing. Yeah. Hentai. Hentai has something to do with bondage? It can. can. That's it? a good I'm, guess. I'm close, right? It can, yes. Okay. You're, you're getting closer. Okay. Hentai is uh, anime porn. Yes. So okay. evidently someone was looking at a piece called, I'm going to butcher this, heterochromia. Okay. Um, and a Reddit user commented, wait, isn't heterochromia the thing where your irises are of different colors? Both of her eyes are blue. And another person responded, one is blue, the other is purple. And the other one's, the original poster says, what? I swear they're both blue. Oh God, am I colorblind? And they started sending him tests to be able to tell if he's colorblind. And it turned out he is. That's incredible. And he found out looking at hentai on Reddit. That's insane. Now, I have not looked at the image. Should we both look at it? Yes. I'm, t- I'm scared, Chris. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard to tell. I mean, they're close to... Yeah, they're almost shades, the same color, but... But I get... Yeah, I, I see... Yeah. 
They're definitely yeah. The one on the right is purple. The one on the left is blue. Yes. Um, and but, that's the first time Chris and I have ever looked at porn together. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not the last. No, but, certainly. Yeah. It's not the first time we've starred in a porn. Oh God. Well, I mean, we we do we do have to pay for college somehow. Oh God! Don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> You can't tell, but Chris is unbuttoning his shirt right now while he's crying. What? Don't stop. I got one more thing. Oh, good. Let's go. I This is old news that I saved. So are you. Zinger. Fuck. Got him. You. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Moving on. So uh, this is old news, but I actually saved this just for you. Because it is a news story that is written just for you. Do you think I'll know what it is already? Do you think I'll have heard it? Possibly. It's possible. Um, so there is a, there's a, a Marvel show that's going to come out called New Warriors. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They casted an actor. Great. To play a certain character. Uh huh. The actor is Melania Von Trub. I don't know that person. So Melania Von Trub, um, she's a commercial actor. I'm pretty sure that's a character from The Sound of Music. Doesn't it? She um she's known mo- mainly as the AT and T girl. She did a lot of AT and T commercials. Oh okay. She's their spokesman. Spokesperson. Spokesperson. Um, and she did a couple episodes on This Is Us and things like that. So she's she, been around. Has, she's has one she, of those. Has she done anything good? You know I love that show. And I do. Dare you? It's fucking terrible. Insane. It's great. It's really bad. Shut your mouth. All right. The point is, they yeah. casted her okay. in this show at uh, for the new war- warriors. Do you know what role she's playing? I can take a guess. Take a guess. Is it Squirrel Girl? It is Squirrel Girl. That's so exciting. I know Squirrel Girl is coming to television. I'm a little sad that it's not. There were a couple. You know, I I really hoped that they were going to put her in one of the movies and By get. Way, this is her. Oh, yeah, she's a good fit. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if she's a good actress, but we'll see. She's good. She, okay, great. I, I would have preferred... Um, there, was, there was an actress who volleyed for it. Like, she, she wanted the role. Mm-hmm. And she was would have been it, perfect. Um, Rachel something, nope. something from my crazy ex-girlfriend? No, it was... I mean, maybe. But uh, the, the first one to do it was... Um, it was before the show was even announced. And it was uh, Pitch Perfect. Anna Ferris. Pitch Perfect. Trolls. Anna something. Kendrick. Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. That's yeah. what I meant. And she, she, she would be perfect. She announced that she wanted that role and the, um, not Wachowski, Russo. The yep. Russo brothers. We were, are just killing it with the I, names today. We are no. on fucking fire yep. right now. But the Russo brothers were like, yeah, she'd be perfect. Marvel, you should look at this. And then they just ignored it. Um, but I'm sure this person will be great. I actually, if you've seen, I mean, this doesn't showcase a person's ability fantastic, but actually her in the AT&T commercials <laughs> I could totally see it because she's kind of like peppy and you know what I mean Um, she's I actually think she's a good fit and I like the idea of like them casting someone you know kind of seasoned but but fairly up and coming yeah no that's great break out this character yeah yeah I mean Anna Kendrick doesn't need a new role to help yeah no she's doing just fine yeah she'll be she'll be good they'll probably find a better role for her in the Marvel Universe anyway there are any number of superheroes that she could play and while it's great that Squirrel Girl is gonna gonna get some prominence yeah like we could give her a bunch of other stuff yeah um i can't think of anything off the top of my head but you know 
Bet you'd make a good Captain Marvel if Brie Larson fell out. Um, so that's all I got. That's all you got? Yep. That's all I got. What, what a perfect little thing Didn't we that just work did. Out? The did. show ended just when the show ended. It hasn't ended yet. Oh, uh, that's true. You know why it hasn't ended yet? Why is that? Hey, Andrew. Yeah, you forgot about this part, <sighs> didn't you, motherfucker? Hey, Andrew. Is it too late to quit? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? I'm not even sure anymore. Right. They can find us on Twitter. We're there where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. They can find us on Gmail. That's true. At the Media Lunch Break at gmail.com. Yep. They can find us on our website. I was, was going to Are we, we, are we volleying it? Oh, okay, yeah. good. I didn't realize. Yeah, we, no. did, we should have planned this ahead of time. You can also find us on our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. You can find us on Facebook. So yeah. just uh, The Media Lunch Break. I'm going to bet it's facebook.com slash media lunch break, but Probably. just go to Facebook and search. That's true. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for the media lunch break. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. That's true. Uh, did we say iTunes? Not yet. Oh, you can also find us on iTunes. Search for the media lunch, lunch break. Give us a subscribe over there. Um, also, give us a, a review. Give us a five-star review. If you don't think we're five stars, give it give, to us anyway because it gives give us shit. a six it's star. Fucking iTunes. If you don't think we're worthy of five, give us six. Yeah. And that's that how it makes works. Sense. Um, that's what seven. So we got three more to go. Two more to go. Two more to go. Because we haven't opened that grinder yet. Oh, that's true. Ah, oh, that's right. <laughs> we haven't opened that grinder yet, but it's coming, and so am I. Oh God! Um, you can also find us on Google Play Music. Yeah, that's it. And Patreon. Yay! Yay! We find did us on it. Patreon, throw on some money. Keep the mics going. So next episode, so we're going to do things slightly differently. Yeah. Uh, especially while we try we'll to catch up. We'll slow it down. We're going to slow it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, especially while I'm trying to catch up on editing and stuff. So we're going to split up the episodes. We, we usually do two a week. We're going to continue to do the same format, the same pattern. But yeah. instead of two a week, we're going to alternate weeks. So we're going to do news this week. Next week subject is going to be week. subject. Uh, and it looks yeah, like we're going to talk about... The Defenders. And yeah, the, uh, reading assignment was... And, uh, um, the Monkey the, Movies. Yeah, the Planet of the Ape movies. Yeah, the new ones. The new ones. Not the good ones. Wow. We'll see how I feel Spoiler about it alert. next week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do that. You know what I like about this new format? Hmm. Um, it is zero change for me and all change for everyone else listening. Well, you'll, I don't change you'll, a damn thing that I do. You do. You'll record half as much. Even better. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. I thought you were going to say you only have to go oh, out to Jersey every other week. Everything's coming up me. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Uh, that's it. That's we did it. A, we did a thing. How do we end these? I don't think we have, actually. <laughs> do we just keep it going? Yeah. So you guys have are we hit our one year? I don't. We did. We did. It came up on my Facebook and I almost tagged you, but then I was like, Meh. Fuck that guy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, do I really want to celebrate our one year when we're taking a three-month hiatus? That's <laughs> true. But one year is one year. Listen. We'll celebrate our one year next year. Listen, I checked out of my marriage for like three months and we still celebrated one years together. One years together? You know what I'm saying. I'm trying really hard. Yeah. So are you. That's, that's what I usually tell my wife. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm trying really <laughs> hard, though. Really hard. I feel like we should go out on a joke, but I feel like we're trying Wait, too hard to make a joke. Should we just tell our life story? That's pretty much a joke. That was an awful joke. Uh, is someone singing? Yes. I hate Jersey. You want me to go?
You go first. I'll finish. I hope that adjustment on the couch came over the mic because it sounded like someone farted real bad. Did it?